And so you always get all the answers. So let me hear the music, Colin. Take it away. Bing bong. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon and welcome in to this first day of February here in 2022. Brought to you in part, the Sports Mix brought to you in part by Browns Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home proudly serving our area since 1880. Spencer Puinick, Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, intern, running things on the TV 10 side. Avery Newport, happy to have you with us. And uh, guys, we finally got some long-awaited, anticipated news this morning. Yes, we did. And as you said, it was expected, but I, I thought he was going to wait a couple days. Heard rumors. Uh, I was expecting that, some mega-produced video. I mean, but that'll instead, probably we come got, out. We got notes screenshotted in a tweet. Well, that's the new craze, man. Simplicity. You went the high school kid route when you're committing to your college. Just writing notes in a screenshot and post that on Instagram. But there you we go. should probably say who he is. Yeah. Tom, he, Brady. Tom Brady officially announces his retirement. Who we're talking about here since everybody the knows about the GOAT. They might the not. GOAT Tom Brady officially announces his retirement from then. the NFL. Adam Sheffer's reporting now looks flawless after everybody was hating on him for the last 48 hours. I mean, I, I was really hoping that he would come back. Just for this in spite of... Might be, you know what? I'll tell. I'll show you, Adam Schefter. <laughs> I'll show everybody that's happy that I'm gone. You win know, another Super Bowl. But they are both Michigan alums, so he might not have wanted to do that to his fellow Michigan guy. Yeah, it's true. All right, well, we'll talk about that a little later in the show. We'll kind of break down some more on that, and you know, what is Tom Brady's lasting legacy? We'll get into that later in the show. The goat. We'll get into that later in the show. Now we'll talk. Uh, EPAC basketball action tonight. Talk Radio WRNR TV 10. Nick and I will have the call for Jefferson hosting Hedgesville. Much anticipated matchup in the EPAC. Uh, but get to go along with that, we'll hit that last here. But to go along with that, uh, what else is going on in the EPAC tonight, Nick? Martinsburg, know? Washington. Do you know? Yeah, Martinsburg, Washington. Washington, Spring Mills at Broadford and Christian Academy, and Musselman hosting University. That last matchup is an intriguing one. University, one of those, you know, under the radar teams there in Quad A here in the state of West Virginia, and I think that could be a good matchup that could, you know, you could potentially see later on in the state tournament. Yeah, maybe. Uh, University just knocked off Spring Mills. I think it was Saturday, so that was a big win for them. Um, and I would argue that even though Spring Mills lost to Musselman, they didn't have Keyshawn Cheek. When they have Keyshawn Cheek, I think they might be a better team than Musselman this year. So it'll be a challenge for the Appleman, but they can definitely compete with anybody in the state as they've proven. Uh, it just comes down to consistency for them, especially on the offensive end. They have a good defensive team. Um, so that should be a good game. I think all those games have some potential uh, to be pretty good. Obviously, Martinsburg should get the win over Washington, but the Bulldogs are struggling right now. Well, back to this university Musselman matchup. Did you know University got an upset win over George Washington 68-60 a few weeks back? I did not know that. But I know that George Washington's been a little bit down this year in terms of record, but they also have played a pretty tough schedule. Yeah, so. they, they did lose to Park South. They lost to 
Morgantown, they really got beat out of the water in that Morgantown game, 73-45. That's why Morgantown's right now ranked the best in the state. They're a good team. And, and potentially, I know we got Jefferson Hedgesville tonight, but Jefferson later in the week has that invitational tournament, I guess is what it is, or they're filling out a spot where they'll have a, a really big challenge that maybe helps them prepare for a potential matchup of Morgantown. I mean, they're not looking that far ahead yet, but that could be the state championship game, at least based on uh, the recent voting in the AP poll. That's who people are predicting right now is the two best teams in quad A. So, you know, it's definitely an interesting uh, basketball season and some good games tonight. I'm going to say 4A just in spite because I see uh, Spencer happy. <laughs> I don't really much. like the term quad A. I don't know weird. either. It's the more official term here in the Mountain State. I just want to keep it official, you know. According to who? Who are your sources? According to the people that make everything. According to the WVSSAC. Well, it is I've quad never liked a. them, so I'm going against the SSAC. I mean, go ahead there, sir. 4A. Do what you want to do. But, uh,. Still on this Musselman game, it'd be a pretty big win if they were able to uh, get it over University. Wish we could always get to see all the games, but only able to do one each Wish we night. had a camera at every yeah. gym we could just, just live look-ins, like NFL Red Zone. Like we were ESPN or something. Yeah, That'd be cool. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, that would be cool. You can't say it wouldn't be. It would, but yeah, maybe one day. Maybe one day. Uh, but now let's look into this matchup here that we have tonight. Uh, Musselman, or excuse me, not Musselman. Jefferson hosting Hedgesville. We were supposed to see that Musselman game on Friday. Unfortunately, that's rescheduled to this Friday. But we already have a game. We'll be at Spring Mills for Hedgesville at Spring Mills this Friday. Uh, but Hedgesville tonight at Jefferson. It's an intriguing matchup. Kelly Church's team, uh, their style of offense, their style of play versus this, you know, really fast-paced Jefferson team that likes to score a lot of points. Yeah, that's going to be the key. Uh, they're going to have to hold that basketball and try to keep Jefferson down uh, and, and keep them out of the fast break, um, which has been a, something that they teams were able to do earlier in the season. We saw Musselman do that. We saw Hedgesville do that for, I think, like three quarters last time those two teams played. Uh, but can they do it tonight? Because it seems like Jefferson right now is rolling and it's playing at its highest level of the season. And that stall game isn't necessarily working, uh, or at least the last few games it hasn't worked against teams. So it's going to be important for Hedgesville to try to control the possession, try to Get good shots in order to keep pace with this high-paced Jefferson team. Well, the way that Jefferson plays defensively with that full-court press kind of forces your hand to play fast. So it'll be interesting to see what Hedgesville has to do tonight to break that press because you're usually scrambling, having to get it across the court. And by the time you do, even though there is no shot clock, you already got that you know intensity in you to try to take a quick shot hedgesville though just needs to play smart realize when they finally get it to the half court side offensively just to slow things down and play their style and if they can do that might be a closer game than it was last time well yeah and i think that's the thing that's the big key as nick just mentioned and i kind of mentioned that off the jump here when we were discussing this matchup is if you're kelly church's team you want to hold the ball 90 
five at least percent of this game tonight. I don't know if that's possible, but <laughs> how about how about sixty? You haven't seen Hedgesville yet. <laughs> how about sixty-five forty-five? How about that? Is that is that a better? Uh, yeah, that's more realistic. I think. I mean, it, it is possible, I guess, but that'd be a lot of time in possession if you were going to hold it for ninety. I've seen game. Hedgesville hold it for an entire overtime before, so they're capable of doing that if they want to. It'll be fun. I'm I'm excited to see this match. We didn't get to see it uh, last time. I think too, made sure though, to put it this time though. When you're playing a team like Jefferson, they have the type of players that can, you know, throw off that yeah. stall game a little bit. So it makes it definitely harder compared to maybe if you're playing somebody with lesser athletes or, or less talent on their end. We are one month away from the start of section play. So obviously things get more intense now than they did in the month of January. As you know, February four weeks away here on March first is uh, sectional play beginning between those the other two teams, the two lower seeded teams in these two sections here in uh, this region. I still think it's wide open. I mean, you, I mean yeah. you've been I mean, kind of seeing Martinsburg least, could get hot. You don't even yeah. you don't know you don't know what could happen on that side, especially because I mean I think that's the more wide open side. I think you have all three teams that could vie for number one, depending on how this month goes. Obviously, in the other section, it's more of a two team race. Yeah, unfortunately for Washington's sake, it seems like it's an off year for them. But you never know. There could be a bad day, maybe unfortunate COVID outbreak. Hopefully that doesn't happen because we love watching all these teams in the EPAC. It's what I will always argue the toughest place to play basketball, it seems like, this year as a whole when it comes to the conference that the Eastern Panhandle has region-wise. Day in, day out, it's always a grind. That's why, as I mentioned earlier, it sucks that we can't see each of these matchups every chance that we would get we have to only pick one and that's why we're doing hedgesville jefferson tonight because one it was epac versus epac opponent and two last time it was a good game and we missed it yeah it definitely was and can't uh, make that mistake anymore (laughs) (laughs) okay colin looking at me like that No, Uh, as a whole well we talk about this Jefferson team. We've talked about this off air a little bit. I don't think we brought this conversation on air yet, uh, but we did find out that this Jefferson team will be a part of a big tournament this week. Uh, the 2022 St. James Invitational Tournament up there at the St. James School in Hagerstown. Is that correct? Yes. I, I wish we could go see that one as well. I actually, I, I know I've told you guys off air, watch that tournament before I even got the uh, Facebook mention like how they show your uh, photos from the past, like year anniversaries and stuff. It was the anniversary a couple years ago of when I went and got to see Cade Cunningham, Mount Verde take on IMG. The teams that they bring in are legit teams. So who, who Combine is it again? Combine Academy uh, Regional, yeah, like, National Christian Academy, St. James School, Scotland Campus out of PA, Southern California Academy, obviously out of California, St. Maria Goretti. Yes, Garetti. that's also in Hagerstown. Yep, Catholic school, Trinity Collegiate School. That was a school that was in the uh, tournament that we saw down at, in Hilton Head Island High School 
at Hilton, in Hilton Head Island, North South Carolina. They were there as well. Did they win that tournament? I think girls' side they did. Okay. I don't think boys' side they won. But I could still. be wrong. Uh, then Jefferson and then Word of God Christian Academy out of North Carolina. So, I mean, these are some top teams here. And I know that Trinity's Christian, that program overall is a, a great program. Oh, yeah. Je- Jefferson will probably have its hands full, but it's the experience as a whole to get to play in a tournament like that. It's only a one-game showcase, I believe, we saw on Twitter for them. So they, I don't think we'll get to play multiple games in the tournament due to other scheduling conflicts that they have. As we already mentioned, they play uh, Friday, right, I believe, as well, or no? Yeah, so I don't – yeah, so Jefferson is only one game showcase they cannot advance. Uh, it's be, They would have been able to advance if there hadn't been – I'm assuming they hadn't had to cancel or they had to postpone last Friday's game. Yeah. So I'm assuming they kept this weekend open originally, but then it's the only one that worked to play Musselman, which obviously playing in your conference in your section is more important than yes. playing in a showcase tournament. But it is a chance. Might have to, to watch that live stream or just keep an eye on it. So well, they are playing at that. five p.m. So I'll, so I guess we'll just have to have the score for them during uh, our girls' game on Thursday. Your girls' game that you're our we all do yeah. it. I mean, yeah. Whoever's in the studio will most likely have to say it. Yeah. All right. Well, that does it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. We come back on the other side of this two-minute break. We'll talk a little college hoops action. Shepard men's and women's in action again last night we'll get the avery newport report on shepherd as he was on the call on the psac digital sports network and uh, we'll talk a little wvu wvu hoops action they disappointed again last night that's in two minutes next stayed there till they forced us out and took the long way to your house i can still hear the sound of you saying don't go This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are, and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it, no questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. WV Madison Berkeley Medical Center recently became the first hospital in West Virginia to acquire advanced seizure monitoring. This high-tech system is being used at the intensive care unit at Berkeley Medical Center to monitor brain activity of critically ill or injured patients at high risk of experiencing non-convulsive seizures. With the Rapid Response EEG, Berkeley Medical Center clinicians have access to the most advanced diagnostic information, allowing them to make informed treatment decisions quickly. WVU Medicine, leading healthcare here and everywhere. 
safety doesn't come from owning a handgun. It's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off of I-81, exit 5 at Inwood, offers four levels of defensive handgun training. Get started with Basic Handgun 1, a one-day course focused on the six fundamentals of shooting, basic safety, and gun handling. Valley Guns 2 will conduct these classes on February 26 and March 12 at their Inwood location. Master the basics with Basic Handgun 1, taught by NRA-certified instructors. Find out more at valleyguns2.com or call 304-229-4411. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Final score, Bears 81, Mountaineers 77. Another loss for the West Virginia Mountaineers and Collins over there. You seem there. way too happy about this. You're going to get chased out of this area. I'm not man. getting chased out of this area. For multiple I, reasons. No, uh, I think <laughs> I think it's amazing what this WVU team <laughs> like did. They jab, stuck around with the number 18 in right the country. Back, they stuck around with them. They, they took did. a lead. They had the lead for... Almost the entirety of the second half. They what did I tell you? What did what did Coach say at halftime on the ESPN interview? We played. That's what he said. We yeah. played in the first half. Yeah. They didn't really come to play in the second half. Well, I mean, they shot 54%. It's just the rebounding still. That was the thing that he said that they needed to fix after the end of the half when they were up by, what, seven, eight points? Yeah. They didn't fix it. Taz Sherman got hit in the face, punched in the face. No foul was, it was called. An incidental. It doesn't contact. matter. That is still a flagrant that should absolutely be able to get reviewed. You have a guy that ended up with a concussion on the court, laying there helpless. Five v four opportunity in a two point game. It's you, it's you, bull. That's okay. what it is. Okay, but it still doesn't go to the fact you, you want to argue players it still safety. doesn't go to the fact that wvu yeah they scored 39 points here in the first half they gave up 31 yes well they only scored 38 in the second half and gave up 50 you can't win giving no, up I, 50 I, I don't and a disagree half. with that baylor almost shot 50 percent in the game too i mean give them credit they're the eighth team in the nation i mean you I, knew I that you West knew West wvu didn't really have fight, a chance i guess i'm happy about that i'm still pissed off that they keep losing but I don't know. I'm not on the team. I'm not the coach. They'll figure it out, hopefully. Right now, they're a team looking on the outside of bracketology. I don't know how much that truly matters. It usually does, accuracy-wise. But They also had 15 turnovers. That's how much did Baylor bad. have? Baylor only had 11. Okay, there you go. What was the rebound margin? Because I know that was a big issue. I didn't look at the exact Ten. numbers. They got out-rebounded by 10. There you go. That leads to at least they showed they could hang around. I don't know. Maybe they'll win Saturday. They're going to hopefully finally beat the teams that they need to beat. But they got they got big challenges coming up. You got the number fourteen. It's always a big challenge. The Big Twelve's insane this year. I thought I thought uh, everybody from WVU wanted to leave the Big Twelve. I mean, football wise, yeah. 
Also, this game on Saturdays on CBS. Okay. Cool. 2 p.m. Also, Kansas, you can Texas listen Tech, to it here on Talk Radio WRNR. Uh, but, you know, WVU, they just... Should we mention what we're doing on TV10 officially? Uh, we'll not mention it officially. We'll do that tomorrow. Okay. Cause well, we tomorrow we have a lot of stuff, too. So Yeah, we do have a lot of stuff tomorrow, but uh, maybe we'll do it at the end of the show. We can't just pop out like that. We've got a special announcement coming in the last segment. For today? Yeah. Or do you mean tomorrow? Today. Okay. Well, I'll announce it here in the last segment. Okay. I'm feeling the suspense from Spencer. Suspense. No, I was just reading something. (laughs) Suspenser. I was just reading something. I just, I mean, like, WVU, they they need to get back on it. I don't know what it is. Also, I texted you. I didn't realize this guy on Baylor went to Fairmont State. Why did you not recruit him, Huggins? I don't know. It seems like that's always an issue with these teams from West Virginia always getting overlooked by West Virginia University high school and why didn't D'Antoni lower tier him? colleges well, yeah why didn't Dan- didn't have yeah. enough spots they already Maybe recruited all the these other with people WVU. cut somebody that we don't need it that Marshall doesn't know. need anymore Marshall's Mike bad buyer's been there for 15 Marshall's years. worse they're 8 and 13 yeah I didn't and say they, they weren't the worst conference but I was just saying like uh you know the Mountaineers are playing tough competition and they're just okay. I mean, they lost they a lot. Life. From, I don't know. They I mean, if you get a, if I, I don't is, know. I don't like making lose excuses. The thing is, if you get a win in these next two games, one of two, you look like heroes. Knocking off a, a top twenty-five team. Yeah. So Texas Tech would be a nice. You can win. get back in the good graces with, with a big win. If you can and get you got Kansas, some home, that would be awesome. Hey, you got some home cooking coming. So hmm? if if you you we'll know, see. I don't know. They got a chance if they're at the Coliseum. I mean, they had a chance last night. They were, what, in the lead until the four-minute mark. Yeah. But, I mean, things happened. That was a ruckus crowd at Baylor. Yeah? Like, I wasn't 100% paying. I had the game on, wasn't 100% paying attention, was doing a bunch of other stuff. And I just, like, heard the crowd come alive, and I was like, wait, what happened? WVU, what? How did WVU lose the lead? Like, I wasn't fully paying attention Silly to Silly turnovers and easy basket opportunities for Baylor. They were allowing the guys to just post up and get these – Easy dunks and layups. All right. Well, now let's turn over to the Shepherd Rams. Uh, doing pretty good now. Now we'll add in our intern over here, and he was on the call last night on the PSAC Digital Network for both games. Uh, first, start with the women's game. They came into the game moving up to fifth here in the Atlantic Regional Poll that came out yesterday afternoon. Uh, you know, looking good after – a little rocky a couple weeks ago after not being on the court for a little bit. Uh, but in that game, uh, they just completely took over the game and uh, two milestones for two players. Yeah, it was a dominating win for the Rams. They played Westchester. The other Ram team in the conference, as Nick said, it was the headbutt bowl between the two Ram teams. So, uh, yeah, the women's team was did just dominant. you mention dominated. that, by the way? I did. I, I brought it up for <laughs> only once, I think on the broadcast but i did i I wanted to remember it so did you shout me out (laughs) i i mentioned my i mentioned the the show i didn't mention you by name specifically so that's good enough i'll take that um anyway so the women's team was dominant they won yesterday 82 56 was the final score um it was close in the first half the rams had a big third quarter and pulled away from there but um 
Abby Beeman and Sidney Clayton both eclipsed um, some pretty significant scoring marks for their career. Beeman had 26 points and 8 assists, so a near double-double for her. And she needed 24 points last night to eclipse the 1,000-point mark for her career, which she did. She made a three-pointer on the near side, and that was the the basket that clinched the 1,000-point mark for her. And they took a timeout. The whole team came off the bench and celebrated with her. The crowd gave her a standing ovation. Really nice, cool moment to be a part of. Very cool to call it as well. Um, And then later on in the game, with about six minutes left in the fourth quarter, Sydney Clayton hit a couple free throws to um, hit the 1,500-point mark for her career. So two very cool milestones for two of the great players in program history. So very cool to be a part of that, very cool to call it. Um, Happy for them both, of course. And maybe most importantly, they got the win. They are now, uh, I believe, a half game behind Kutztown for first place in the PSAC Eastern Division. So... Yeah, really big win for them going forward. They definitely have a chance now for the division title and to improve their postseason chances going forward. Another win, another victory for them, and another victory for the men's team. Yeah, the men's team. Finally at 500. Hey, ever since we had Coach Namlick on the show, they've been looking pretty good. Yeah. Steadily improvement is what I like to call that. Uh, Got the win last night, 70-65, to another hard-fought victory. Uh, Daggett and or Preston led the way with 20 points. Daggett, Kyle Daggett had a double double, 17 points, 12 rebounds. Shepard now uh, nine and nine on the season overall, and five and seven in the PSAC. Uh, Daggett seven of 12 from the field, three of six from the foul line. Um, obviously, this Shepard team, as I just mentioned, looking a lot better as the season goes on, and they're still without McLean Corley. Yeah, that's right. Injuries have been really, uh, they've really impacted this team this year. They only played six players last night for the entire game. So the starters played, you know, 35, 40 minutes. Um, Carson Poffenberger was the only player on the bench to to play any minutes. So that right there really tells you how much these injuries are really starting to pile up for this team. That They only have really one bench player that they can rely on at this point. But they still were able to pull out the win against Westchester, 70-65. to They held the Westchester offense in check for most of the game. As I mentioned yesterday, the Golden Rams were the highest-scoring team in the conference this year, and they only scored 65 points. They did not shoot the ball particularly well. Um, they only had one player in double figures, too. So normally they have five or six guys every game that can score in double figures. But just one yesterday... So a, a good win for the Rams. They were trailing by a point, 65-64, with about a minute to play, and they scored the final six points of the game to win, 70-65. And those, la- those last couple baskets were scored by Jordan Gibson, who hit a corner three on the far side with about 40 seconds left that gave them the lead. He hit a couple free throws to increase the lead to four, and that was essentially the final margin so Jordan Gibson coming up clutch right when the Rams needed him to and a big win at home the Rams are now 500 so they've they've built up a little bit momentum they they won on on Saturday too against Lock Haven so yeah the Rams are looking good even with all these injuries just really taking a toll on the team yeah and um, obviously they'll be back with another game on Wednesday tomorrow with against Westchester, Westchester again so <laughs> let's see if they can beat him See it if happens. they can We're beat good. them two times in a row, as 
Well, we're back on radio at least, right? We're back so. on the radio. I think so. Um, but another power surge here, guys. Just a heads up. What I was going to say, because I lost my train of thought. Oh, we <laughs> talked too. about it how uh, Westchester had a pretty high-powered offense, Avery, and uh, it was good that Shepard held them in the 60s. I mean, that's impressive. And I think that defense that the Rams play, especially that zone, is, is very tough. I'm going to presume they went to that again last night. It was probably pretty effective. Yeah, they they were in 2-3 zone for most of the game, from what I remember. And... Yeah, I mean, they, they really stopped all the three-point shooters. Like, they, you know, Matt Dade, who's a forward for them, is more of a, a low-post presence, and he had the best game out of any Westchester player. He scored 21, I think he had uh, eight or nine field goals, maybe. So he was he was the only really consistent player on offense for, for WCU last night. The rest of their shooters were held in check for the most part. So really good sign from Shepard to see that defensively, especially considering, considering that the Rams only had six players that suited up and played last night. You know, to not have the depth that they, you know, should have um, was was impressive. I, I was very impressed by how they were able to, to hold them in check and um, keep that high-powered offense uh, under their season average of 80 points, which is, you know, something they most uh, defenses haven't been able to do so far against against Westchester. So, big win. They're going to play Westchester again on Wednesday, uh, and that'll be on the road, of course, because this game last night was postponed from earlier in the month. So, they're going to play Westchester again. Um, but again, you know, with, with just playing as often as the Rams have been playing because of rescheduling and COVID issues and whatever, I, you know... It's worth thinking that maybe their their lack of depth at this point could potentially hurt them going forward. Because again, they've got three more games this week. They really can only play six players, maybe seven players. Um, yeah, I was so I was about to mention that. I looked at the box score last night. Only one guy off the bench for yeah. Shepard Men's last night. One guy, and and that's concerning, especially when you're playing so many games. A lot of them have been rescheduled. You're playing three games in a week. Fatigue is definitely going to set in at this point, and you have to wonder if it's going to kind of slow the Rams down momentum-wise coming up. You know, again, they've reached the 500 mark, which is uh, a good place for them to be right now. They actually moved past Westchester in the division standings, so they were fifth last night. They're now fourth, if I remember correctly. Um, so, you know, the win was was helpful for them in a lot of ways, but again, just with you know, so few bench players that are healthy and available to play. You have to wonder if that's going to hurt them moving forward. We're back on TV, by the way. There we go. All right. Sorry to the audience there. We had a little power surge here in the area, but that does it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Orsini's Home Store. Not just an appliance store any longer. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living. It's family-owned and operated, located at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg. Go to Orsini's.com for more. We come back... Uh, what are we going to talk about next, guys? You wanted to use Thomas surprise? Tom Brady. We still got to hit one Tom more. We'll talk, no, we'll talk about Caps next. Caps and Wiz next as we get ready. We'll prepare that. A little short segment Why'd there. Why'd you ask me then? If you... And then we'll come back for the final Why segment talk about Tom Brady. Like the Washington football team. And the Washington football team next. That's after a two-minute break here. Hi, I'm 
Annette McDonald, and I am the designer at Orsini's in Martinsburg, West Virginia. We welcome you into our store to show you a complete line of what we do here. We design your cabinetry, quartz countertops, granite countertops, hardware, anything for the full remodel of your kitchen and your home needs. We also do bathrooms and we have flooring available too. We make sure that your project with Orsini's is the best in the market. Welcome to Orsini's. Orsini's.com. It's the excitement of EPAC basketball on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Fowler, four seconds. Blackwood's corner, three, good! Taken away by Gladney. He'll run the court. He'll lay that one up and in. You got you covered all season long with over 50 games of high school boys and girls hoops. Crossover four, and it's hot. Bennett back in the face of all. Right here on your EPAC sports leader, WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. WVU Medicine continues to expand to meet the needs of our growing community. We're excited to offer high-quality health care in the Shepherdstown area at our new medical office facility located on Route 45 West at 60 McLean Way. Services available at the new WVU Medicine Shepherdstown location include primary care, behavioral health and psychiatry, and specialty care. Plus, two departments of Berkeley Medical Center are on-site, lab services, and x-ray services available weekdays 7 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Make an appointment today at WVU Medicine. Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this segment of the Sports Mix for your February 1st, 2022. Spencer Blue, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin. Happy to have you with us. Avery Newport, our intern, running things on the TV 10 side, doing a good job after the little power surge we had there momentarily during the last segment. Uh, but now we'll talk a little Wizards and Caps here as they're both in action tonight. And uh, two, I guess, big games. A big game for the Caps. Um could be a bad game for the Wizards because they're facing the defending NBA champions. Yeah, no Bradley Beal. Um, but sometimes this team plays better when they don't have Beal. It's weird. Like we said before, like I said before, uh, they seem to play to their level of competition. Um, so maybe they can keep it close tonight. But obviously Washington going in the wrong direction right now. I said on the show yesterday, I think they need to blow it up. And... That probably is the truth because they've been in this mediocrity for a long time now, and it doesn't seem to be getting much better. So, you know, we'll see how they do tonight against uh, Milwaukee, but I I don't have high expectations. Did you you see what's coming out about Spencer Dinwiddie? I don't know if you saw that. We didn't talk about this pre-show. I didn't see that, no. Apparently... 
what Wizards players don't want Dinwiddie in Washington, and they're now the trade rumors have begun. I don't really want Dinwiddie According in Washington. To According to an article you spoke, this is on uh, the Bleacher Report from Joseph Zucker, uh, published yesterday. I saw this last night, didn't see a lot into it, but then I saw Wizards Twitter reacting to it, so I figured it's something big. I didn't think it was a big story, uh, but apparently it is a big story. Dinwiddie wants out. Um, apparently, Unsell Jr. attempted to downplay the meaning of his comment, so he came out last week. Now, I can't find the comments in the story. Um, I mean, obviously, there's going to be a lot of frustration when you are on a five-game losing streak, and most of them have been blowouts or a 35-point comeback that you choked. So, yeah, I, I Dinwiddie's been disappointing too. As a he player. started the season great, and then he kind of just went bloop. Well, I think there were higher expectations than the kind of player that he is. He's he's a decent role player to starting point guard but he's not going to be what Washington has had over the last few years or really throughout their entire franchise he's no John Wall he's no Russell Westbrook uh or at least no John Wall in his prime maybe John Wall now but um yeah he's a decent point guard but he just hasn't played well especially as of late he's been really struggling shooting the ball so I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to trade him I think Denver could be a team that maybe looks for him because Jamal Murray's out right now and they're still probably trying to contend for a championship with having Jokic on your team. So I, I think that might be a fit. Uh, but, you know, there's several options I think the Washington has with Dinwiddie and he has a decent contract in terms of money, but it's not like a terrible contract that they couldn't get rid of. So I think it's like 17, 18 million a year. So that's not too bad nowadays in the NBA. I think Bertans makes more than him, and he doesn't even play. So yeah. Bertans needs to get traded. Well, nobody's but gonna nobody's going to take that contract. They can throw Bradley Beal together in a trade, and maybe somebody would take on Bertans. Three-way trade, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that would be an interesting trade if you add in those like those two elements to the trade. Uh, but now let's transition to the Capitals. They're playing a big game tonight at their bitter rival in Pittsburgh against the Penguins. And the Penguins could be without two defensemen tonight as uh, one defenseman, Chad Ruedel, I believe is his name, has entered the COVID protocol and is out Tuesday. Um, and there could they could be without another one. Let me see who the guy is. I was just reading this as an article. Uh it uh Dumoulin as well so you know mm-hmm. being without two of your top guys against Alex Ovechkin and this Capitals team that scored five goals on Friday night could be deadly if you're the Penguins I hope so it's always fun when the Caps can uh beat up on the Penguins but Penguins right now are arguably the uh hottest team in the NHL so we'll see that is true um what are we uh what are we liking for this game Colin you betting tonight no, I'm not betting tonight. I'm trying to lay off that after losing the parlay. I'll, <laughs> I'll probably wait until March Madness, maybe glance at the you're Super gonna, Bowl. You're not going to bet I, the Super Bowl? I, I might. No, uh, I'll think about it, but I don't know. I'd have to think of something that could get me a guaranteed thing. I want to wait now to see how everything lines up if I bet on the Super Bowl or not. But this game tonight, I, I want to see more power play goals, and I want to see it hopefully come from Ovechkin from the office 
they it got the two there with Carlson and Wilson last game against Dallas. But when you're playing a team in the Metro, it's going to be a whole different story. Can you keep up with the speed that the Penguins always bring is the biggest question, and we'll see. We will see. That's game tonight. in Pittsburgh? The yes. game is in Pittsburgh. That'll be tough. It, it'll be very tough. Um, I'll be checking the score on that. I believe it is a 7. Th- no, it's a 7 p.m. Uh, I'll definitely be checking the score on this one because I definitely hate to see the Penguins beat the Capitals. That is for certain. Should be used to it by now. <laughs> Whoa, Nick. All right, Nick. <laughs> that does it for this segment of the Sports Mix brought to you in part by Parsons Ford. Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. When we come back in two minutes, we'll discuss the legacy of Tom Brady and a little Washington football stuff here as tomorrow, 2-2-22, is the day that everyone's been waiting for. That's next when we come back in two minutes and wrap up today's edition of the Sports Mix. Now you should have somehow realized what you got to do. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Whether you're heading to a high school, college, or professional football game, Johnny's has all your tailgating go-tos. Delicious wings, meatballs, shrimp, burgers, and dogs. Plus, Johnny's has everything you need to serve it all up. Party trays, utensils, plates, cups, and more. Stop by either of our two great locations, 1456 Winchester Avenue, Martinsburg, and Route 11 South in Chambersburg. Do you love martial arts? Are you a little more Miyagi-Do than Cobra Kai? Dragon Warrior Kung Fu offers a well-rounded program designed to promote and encourage learning and growth in a family-friendly environment. Because Kung Fu is not just flashy fighting skills, it's a lifelong journey of self-discovery. Dragon Warrior Kung Fu. Call us at 304-350-0646 and learn more today. right off 81 at 214 Mid-Atlantic Parkway. Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials, including happy hour 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. with $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts. Monday night is trivia night, Thursday night is wing night, and Wednesday and Sunday night is steak night. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix. Spencer Debris, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin. Happy to have you with us here. There we go. Sorry. TV. I'm too busy doing other stuff right now. Uh, but welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix, brought to you part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343. You can stop by their offices located at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. So we get ready to conclude the Sports Mix today. 
And uh, we'll hear the memorable moment from Westwood Ones in the playoffs here, right here. Westwood One presents memorable moments in NFL postseason history. Super Bowl 49 between the Seahawks and Patriots. Seattle was looking to capture back-to-back titles and had a 10-point lead heading into the fourth quarter. But Tom Brady led New England back with two touchdown passes to take a 28-24 lead. Not to be outdone, Russell Wilson marched the Hawks all the way down the field to the one-yard line. And with time winding down, an unlikely hero emerged. Wilson is in the shotgun formation. Lynch will flank into his left. There's the snap. It's built high. Quick throw. It's intercepted at the goal line. It's intercepted by Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler is intercepted Russell Wilson. Seattle's decision to pass instead of run was highly scrutinized. But the interception by Butler secured the Patriots' fourth Super Bowl title. With another memorable moment in NFL postseason history, I'm Scott Graham, Westwood One Sports. And there you go. Tom Brady featured on today's edition of the NFL Memorable Moments. Not necessarily. I guess his team was featured. The highlight wasn't him. But it's true. They did get the victory and another Super Bowl. I wanted to uh, bring up a topic for discussion. Yes. That I saw on Twitter about Tom Brady. And it's, is this the greatest career in sports that we've hmm. ever seen? Which I think is an interesting topic. Yeah. Uh, because one, I, I'm presuming, like, obviously, four major sports. Uh, but um, I don't know. I think it's probably between him and Jordan, right? Maybe LeBron, but. LeBron. I mean, do you bring in the Olympics? Like, that's why I was thinking. That's stuff, why I was saying like, four, yeah, major four major sports. sports. Because, okay, four major if sports. You, if you bring in Olympics, I think Phelps, obviously. What about Gretzky? Medals. Yeah, do you go Gretzky? Gretzky's in there. Baseball, I don't think there really is a goat of baseball. Maybe Babe, Babe Ruth. Ruth, but again, there's so many different yeah. errors. It's hard to compare. Definitely hard numbers. hard to compare there, but I mean, I, you got to put Gretzky in there. Yeah. So it's Maybe between probably those years, three. Uh, Kareem definitely gets, I think, left off. I mean, six yeah. championships, uh, you know, four NCAA titles, so 10 championships total in basketball, and I think six MVPs as well. Or something like that. So, and the yeah. all-time leading scorer for now until LeBron passes him. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it'd be Muhammad an argument Ali. made that you could probably do <laughs> successfully in the conversation. I, I don't know who. I said it could be an argument made that could be successfully made in yeah. the conversation yeah. of greatest athlete. I mean, I think you could put Big Poppy in there. Mm, no, mm. I, I mean, I don't know. First ballot Hall of Famer. That there's been enough of those. No. I don't know. I only think he's the greatest Red Sox, so. That's also true. There you go, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of tough to put him in, in greatest career of all time. I, when I, you look at Brady, like, he's he's won seven Super Bowls. He's been to ten. The next closest quarterback has won four Super Bowls. Like, I mean, I think you should take it based on the accomplishments of the other great players that they're being considered against, right? Yeah. Like, Tom Brady's career is far and away the best NFL career ever, like, for any position, really. So that that might give him a leg up in the argument for the other sports. And it's so hard to win in the NFL. I think it's it's harder to win in the NFL than the other sports when you're just talking about championship uh, achievements. 
Um, because like that's the last time we saw it repeat in the NFL was Brady and the Patriots in 2004 when they repeated. So it's very tough to win, and as much winning as he did, (laughs) it's very impressive. Um, So you could definitely make the case for Brady as having the greatest career out of anyone. Uh, In terms of impact and all that, that's a different debate. For a Um, different day. But, yeah, I'd be fine with going Brady. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he holds all the records in passing yards, touchdowns, pretty much every quarterback record. And played 22 seasons. What did he do this year? He just led the league in what? In passing yards and touchdowns passed? Yeah. Yeah. Over 5,000. What, the age of 44, 43? 48 touchdown passes, I think. I mean, there you go. I mean, the, the. We talked, I talked about this. Was it yesterday or was it last week? I guess I said just for the fact, you know, he didn't go out with the Super Bowl, obviously, but. He went out being a leader in statistical categories at the age of 44. Yeah, it's not a bad way to go out. No. I mean, I mean yeah, you're not going out at sunset, you know, after the Super Bowl, going to I, Disney I, World, I retiring. Thought, though, but if he would have had the one more season to be 45, everybody knew it was going to be his last to do stuff, kind of like how you saw baseball-wise with Jeter, you know, like... Yeah, but I, I think, think Tom Brady wanted that. Things. Yeah, he expressly that, said thing, that he yeah. didn't want a farewell season. He wanted it to kind of be low key to do he it. He deserves on his own. it. That's what. Yeah. I know it's him being Brady, but All right. out of everybody I've, that would deserve that, it'd be Brady. I've got a curveball now. You guys could have seen this off your phone, uh, but from cameraman John Alderton chimes in via text. Who's your Mount Rushmore of sports? Go, Nick. Uh. Just like picking from one from each sport, I guess. Yeah, just one from each sport. It doesn't just... matter. Just your Mount Rushmore sports. Okay. Uh, Jordan, Brady. Um, I guess Babe Ruth and Gretzky. I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, that'll <laughs> be mine. That's mine too. Honestly, that's yeah. mine. You would agree, Jordan Brady. If we're having to do each sport, baseball, Ruth. Maybe I don't know. Do you go picture wise like a Cy Young type deal? I I don't know. Jackie Robinson. Yeah, I mean that's. I don't know. There's it, that's always there's tough. just there's there's a hard if you have to pick one from each sport. It, yeah. In baseball, I think it's tough. I feel like we need more than two minutes to yeah truly get into we, that. We have a little under a minute here. Uh, but before we go, I want to I want to get your guys' opinion on this. I saw this through the ticker last night. Cincinnati Public Schools amend academic calendar, give students and staff the day off after the Super Bowl. Wow! Finally, a, a place did this. I've I've actually never seen lose. I've never seen a place doing this before. Most people just take the day off anyway. So, yeah, I mean they, that's what they're anticipating. The I think they're anticipating that, so they just went and said, "Oh, let's do it." What's your surprise? My surprise is this Saturday we will be broadcasting. I thought you were going to wait for that for tomorrow. Now I'm confused. No, that was a okay. surprise. We'll be broadcasting the regional swim tournament, swim championships at Shepherd on Saturday. Uh, there's the surprise. For high school. For high school, yes. We might have a surprise tomorrow. I'm still waiting on it. I'd Since it'll already be known, should we make our final predictions on what the name's going to be? Uh, countdown to Commanders tomorrow. I want it to be ho- Hogs, but I think it's It would be, be cool to be Hogs, but it's Commanders. I just thought of my answer for all of sports. I'm going Brady, Jordan, Ali, Phelps. 
four there you greatest go. athletes ever. There you I, go. I, yeah, I was going to possibly go. put Woods in there. Tiger. Right, Tiger's Tiger. Tiger. See, see we, we, can have a, we can have a yeah. whole segment dedicated Maybe to this Tiger topic. If we ever had this, we have a podcast dedicated to this if we felt like it. All right, that does it for this edition of the Sports Mix. For our intern, running things on the TV10 side, Avery Newport. For Colin McLaughlin, Nick Verzellini, I'm Spencer Bleach saying so long. Tune in to the Johnny's Express tip-off show tonight around 7 p.m. as Jefferson host Hedgesville. 7.30 tip-off with Nick and I on the call. See you tomorrow afternoon.